Kyle Maynard is an American speaker, author, and mixed martial arts athlete. He's known for becoming the first quadruple amputee to ascend Mount Kilimanjaro without the aid of prosthetics. He's also the founder of the No Excuses CrossFit Gym. Alex Roca is the first man with a 76% disability to complete a marathon. He has reduced mobility on the left side of his body and communicates through sign language. Ryan Job was a U.S. Navy SEAL that was badly injured in combat operations in Ramadi, Iraq in 2006. He was blinded, and Job would go on to climb Mount Rainier and summit it in 2008. Oh, and he also successfully hunted an elk. So what's our excuse? On today's episode, I'm going to share six key areas of focus that will help you get started on your fitness path and unleash your inner athlete. Welcome to the Hope Is Not A Plan podcast, where we address tough questions head on, face our problems, and highlight our hopes by providing actionable planning steps to improve ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. Now, let's get logged in and get locked on to this episode of the Hope Is Not A Plan podcast. Welcome back to Hope Is Not A Plan Think of yourself as we get started in this episode as an athlete, and you're getting ready to compete in the biggest sport of all, the sport of life. No matter your experience level, I'm here to equip you with tools to win, to take that first step on your fitness journey and to keep going. So get ready to level up your mindset and embrace the champion within. Let's dive into this. The first thing you have to do is the same first step that you have to do to balance your life like in episode one. And it's to own it. It's to realize where you are physically and your overall wellness for a fundamental shift in perspective. If you are not active and you rarely or don't exercise and you're eating horribly, fitness isn't just exercise as we'll talk about. It's also some nutrition. It's not enough, as we say, to hope for change. First, you must own it. And then, as we'll get into later, you must plan for it. So you got to step off the sidelines and fully commit to a new way of being, to one that's centered around your health and wellness. No more half-hearted attempts, New Year's resolutions, I'll start tomorrow, I'm not in good shape to get in shape, I shouldn't go try this class. This is your moment to shine no other time like the present. And I'll say, you own your fitness journey, not what anyone else thinks, not what anyone else thinks that you see out in the world, on the internet, anywhere. It is completely yours to own. Do you want to be able to hold your kids when you're, or your grandkids when you're older? Do you want to be able to touch your toes? Do you want to be able to not get out of breath when you walk a quarter of a mile or up one flight of steps? Do you need to lower some numbers in your health screening? There are so many So many good reasons. And that takes me to this second area of focus, and that's your why. Why do you feel that you need to change? Why do you want to start working out? Is it to look good at the beach? That's cool. Is it because some influencer that has great genetics and is Jack said, hey, you should do this thing. And you're like, yeah, I should do that. That's a good catalyst, but we got to be careful with that. So think about what drives your newfound commitment to fitness. Is it a health issue? That makes sense. Is it a mental health issue? Fitness is as good or better than some of the pills that are given to people. It's one of the best things for our mind. Do you long for the confidence that you don't have because you're out of shape and you feel like you're judged and you can't lift this amount of weight and you can't 
run a mile or you can't just do basic things. It doesn't have to be some big endurance test, right? And you need to get the confidence that comes from conquering physical challenges. Doing hard shit makes you a better person and you're doing it on purpose for your fitness. Does a promise of like more energy and vitality motivate you? Um, maybe you see fitness as a way to a longer, healthy, and more filling life, fulfilling life. You should, because again, fitness is a contributing factor to longevity from all the experts that I've heard about and follow that are legit. Dr. Rhonda Patrick, Dr. Peter Atia, so many other studies from, from major institutions. Regular exercise of many different types are so beneficial to longevity. But you have to understand why you want to do it, understanding your why, and it'll carry you through those times when you're doing, say, 100 burpees and you're on burpee number 65 and you're exhausted, or you are so out of shape that you are on your first tenth of a mile and you're already exhausted and the goal is a quarter of a mile, right? That is a, a, a huge, a huge accomplishment if you haven't done that before. Don't minimize it. Understand it's your why, no one else's. And another thing to understand and a reminder, all this feedback that I'm giving, it's things that I've gone through that I experienced. It's my opinion, not those of my current or former employers. And before you start anything, if you're really not in the best shape, if you're unhealthy, if you need to get better because of health reasons, get a health screening, right? Start with a solid foundation to see where you are. Before you jump into a new routine, visit your doctor for a baseline physical um, that'll help give you insights and maybe different workouts you can try. All workouts are helpful, but that really helps, right? It can also maybe give you some potential limitations. Like the folks I talked about earlier, did they have limitations? Yes. Did they adapt to them? Also, yes. So you can optimize your workouts for the maximum benefit for the, the needs that you have, right? And knowledge is power. And it's just good to know. Sometimes it's scary when you go to the doctor because they tell you stuff you don't want to know. And sometimes you go to a doctor that's very traditional and they're not as trained up in physical fitness or, or overall wellness. It's a pharmaceutical machine. And that's just, you know, what some of medicine is, unfortunately. There's not a lot of time you get with a doctor sometimes. And they also aren't up to speed in the latest and greatest. So that's when you get into the next and the fourth area of focus is getting educated. Just like you have to own making a difference and getting up off your butt and getting dressed and going to the gym and focusing on yourself and your why and getting a screening, you've got to you've got to do some education. It's well worth it. The great thing about 2024 in the internet is there's tons of info. The challenge is is really not following whatever the latest crazy thing is. And some kid that's 25 and he's jacked is doing these crazy movements and and the thumbnail on YouTube's like, this is the only workout you need to live longer, blah, blah, blah. Well, sure, you're 25 and you've been working out already for five or 10 or 15 years or whatever. That's not for everybody. So you've got to balance with the education you get. But learn about exercise principles. There's a book called Starting Strength that is outstanding by Mark Ripito. It's an industry standard, meaning the industry of anyone that's ever lifted weights. It's an outstanding reference. So I suggest that. I suggest it on the other episode. Check out CrossFit's website on it, O-N-N-I-T. And just YouTube Bodyweight. You can check out my channel, Penel 5 Fitness Club. Um, 15 seconds at a time, I share workouts. I alternate between bodyweight, yoga, resistance bands, barbell things, jujitsu, stuff like that. And so... If you really want to get educated, it actually pay, pays. And you and if you have a one, you get a gym membership, get a trainer. Help them go over the machines with you. 
the biggest challenge there is is the work that you'll put in, but it's also and not giving a crap about what anybody else in that gym space thinks. Because again, it's your why, you're owning yourself to get better. And a problem today is, is there's so much judgment. So with the nutrition piece of this too, of getting educated, figure out how different fuels, foods fuel your body, right? Obviously, fast food's delish every now and then, but it's not good for you. So how can you sustain your energy with a balance of protein and carbs? And again, extreme diets do extreme things, a well-balanced diet. And if you eat less and burn more, that's the basic principle that every nutrition expert has ever come back to is just eat less. And you can vary what you eat. You're not going to eat fast food all the time, but eat a little better and burn more calories. And that's part of that education. Um, There's a vast array of workouts you can look up that you can be educated on. I'll share some on the show notes for this. And you might discover that you have some talents at them. You might love barbells or hate them. You might like kettlebells. You might like just doing push-ups. You might love walking in the park or running or rowing or Pilates or Whatever kind of exercise works for you, Zumba, it doesn't matter. You're out there moving your body and and that is what counts. With a little bit of research, you will empower yourself to make informed decisions for you and your short-term and your long-term goals and your well-being. And the more you learn, the more you keep exercising, then you'll start to be able to customize your own workouts to fit how you feel that day or what you think you need to work on or all this progress. And that's where physical trainers are very helpful um, in helping guide with not only how you uh, use machines, but also maybe a strategy for the benefits that you want to get. Do you want to get big and jacked? Then you're going to probably lift some heavier weights and also do some high rep things. If you want to burn a bunch of fat, there's DDP Yoga has done amazing things. Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. Watch some of his stories. He's taking people that were basically uh, fully disabled or crippled, walking with, with, you know, assisted with walkers. They couldn't walk. And they just started standing up and sitting in a chair and then doing a little more and more and more and more. And then they're running, right? There's stories of people that have done super hard things and changed themselves, but they owned it. They determined their why. I I need to improve my mental health by moving more. I need to be here for my kids. They got screened. They educated themselves and signed up for a program. And it might cost some money, right? But it's your life. It's the game of life. So invest in it. And also get some perspective. And I touched on this, right? It is so easy to measure yourself against Instagram influencers or people on other platforms or super fit gym buddies, right? Bros, gals that are out there and jacked. And you can see online people filming themselves and they get upset when no one, it's like a whole nonsensical thing. Um, But, you know, just stop. Don't measure yourself. It's your life, right? Everyone's journey is unique. Your path is your own, period. And what matters really is, are you better today than you were yesterday? And some days you'll be worse because you'll be sore and you'll be tired. You won't feel like it and you'll be frustrated. And maybe somebody was shitty at the gym. But most days think about, am I better because I'm putting in the effort? And over time and not that much time, especially if you're just getting into fitness, let alone you're in it and you're getting better, that start from I'm starting from zero and going to five miles an hour and then on up is a, is a, a huge game changer. As an example, there's a, a gentleman that's at my jiu-jitsu gym. He's 65 years old, started six, seven months ago, roughly, and he's lost 40 pounds. You know what he did? He kept showing up and putting in the work. And, and that's the magic to it, is that there's no magic, right? And so 
That's the true success, right? And celebrate every milestone along the way. That's that balance of not a crazy diet, but just less in, right? And more burn is save some room in your calories to get a snack that's, you know, a treat that's tasty while you eat good the other, most of the other days or whatever. And, and check out James Smith. He has great videos on YouTube just with that exact great balance of things, right? If you go to extremes, you're going to get burned out, whether it's through a crazy extreme workout or a crazy extreme diet. You have to balance them both, but celebrate them, right? It's, it's a journey. It's a marathon, as we say, and you're not going to enjoy it and you're not going to want to stick with it if you are too strict with yourself, right? And that doesn't mean some things might not be to be strict, maybe based on the screening you got, lower salt, lower this or that, um, or hey, do this kind of movement instead of that one because it's better for your joints or your issues or whatever. But again, there's always options. The last thing and the charge to you and the charge I try and keep to myself each day is to get moving. Unleash your inner athlete. Everyone's got one. Humans were meant to move on a regular basis. Not everybody's a marathon runner or the fastest sprinter in the world or the best tight end or fencer or swimmer or whatever, but we are meant to move. Find activities that you really enjoy, right? If you feel like it's a chore, like I'll say this, I hate burpees, but I do them because I know they're a good exercise and they help my kind of lung capacity, but it's blended with things I do like like the good old bro bench press or jujitsu and, and, and even some of those I don't like all the time, but, but don't be afraid to try something new, right? Don't do it on your own. If it's some dangerous lift kind of thing, get some advice, start light, work up or whatever thing, you know, even, even yoga, you don't want to jump right into these crazy balancing movements. If you haven't, you can't even touch your toes or, or touch your knees. Just take it easy. It's no big, right? But you might discover your love for yoga, for rock climbing, for dance, Right. I mentioned part of kind of mindfulness in that, like dancing in place is actually good to relieve stress. And that burns calories. Uh, uh, Zumba is like a dance aerobics kind of thing, right? That burns calories. If you like it, awesome. You also might get a lifelong passion for this because in reality, and what's become for me in the past seven, eight years is my fitness, my regular being in really good shape is not just something I do. It's who I am. And that feels good. Who I am is a really in good, you know, pretty good in shape 50 year old. And I can lift weights and I can carry my family if I need to and all these other things. And you will get that motivation. You will get that better feel about yourself. No matter what you choose, consistency is key. You're not going to get in super shape in a week, a month. And depending on how out of shape you are, six months or a year, it might take a long time, but you will see progress a bit at a time pretty quickly. And that progress is worth every drop of sweat, every minute, hour you spend in the gym or on the trails or on a bike or in the pool or whatever you choose to do in the dance class. And small steps will add up to incredible progress. And again, celebrate that feeling of accomplishment because you will have put the time in to invest in and save your own life. I can't tell you enough how beneficial regular fitness and activity and movement is for your life. I'll share that a couple years ago, I had panic attack and some anxiety. And my saving practice, in addition to discovering and diving into the mindfulness I talked about and faith and depending on others and connections, 
is that I was used to pushing myself physically. So move a muscle, change a thought really worked for me. Feeling anxious, feeling these jitters, go move. And that doesn't mean it replaces therapy or things like that. But I'll tell you what, it makes a huge difference. And if you already have the practice of regular movement and exercise, and then you get hit with some sort of trauma or stress or difficulty, you will be more able to handle it and you will have an outlet that you can program and you can point yourself towards. Are you starting to feel like the powerful athlete that you are? Remember, hope will not get you there. Your choices and your actions create your reality. Let this transformation ripple into like all aspects of your life, right? And it will lead you to extraordinary heights. You'll be able to move more and participate in activities more. You'll feel overall better. You'll sleep better because you'll be more tired. And your mental health will improve when you feel better about yourself, when your body is physically better taken care of. Thank you so much for being here on the Hope Is Not A Plan podcast and for taking action for yourself and taking the action to hit play on this podcast. Got a website, it's up and running, hopesnotaplan.com, H-O-P-E-S-N-O-T-A-Plan.com. There you can learn a little bit more about me and the show. You can listen to episodes of the show and you can fill out the how do I question mark by sending me a question about something I've talked about on the show or planning element or you'll see the choices there. But basically you can reach out to me. I encourage you to do so. Hopesnotaplan.com at Hopesnotaplan on Twitter and Instagram. Give me a follow. I'm Kevin Pinnell on LinkedIn. I appreciate all the folks that have reached out to me. I appreciate the feedback and I'm proud. I'm proud to share what I know, what the resources that I've shared here that have helped me because I think we're called to help each other to do that. So until next time, everybody, stay safe out there. Wash those hands. And I wish you all Godspeed.